0: Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise.
1: Hello and welcome to the EM360 Podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Max Curtin, Head of Content here at EM360, and your host on today's podcast. Now make sure you stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you go for your podcasting fix. Now, in today's episode, I'm being joined by Peter Staushammer, who is the co-founder of AV Comparatives. Peter is going to be sharing his thoughts on the detrimental impact of applying the paranoia mode around antivirus and other security systems in business. So, Peter, welcome to the show, and thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. It's uh, my pleasure. I'm looking forward to getting into this subject matter. But before we get to the questions, would you mind just letting our listeners know a little bit about yourself and AV Comparatives? for sure happy to do that.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm Peter from AV Comparatives. Uh, All we do is auditing and testing of IT security solutions. We do this now for more than 20 years. So we are real dinosaurs on that way. But the upside of this is we know a lot about IT security products and of course of the threats we have out there in the wild. Excellent stuff. So many, many
1: years of experience, which is what we need when we're kind of tackling these theories. So I appreciate that. So as I was saying in the intro there, we're going to be talking about the detrimental impact of applying the paranoia mode around antivirus and other security systems. So just to help our listeners along so they understand what we're talking about, can you give us an example of what you mean by enterprise security paranoia mode?
0: Yeah, the enterprise paranoia mode is some sometimes used by enterprise by CISOs, by CIOs or IT security people and of course also by AV vendors to make their products protecting the user or the enterprise the best way. But the downside of the paranoia mode is that they are causing sometimes false positives which means that completely legal uh, used software can't run anymore on your enterprise systems, on your IT systems. And that's a very bad way because you can imagine if you're Working on your computer and there pops up a message from your AV product or from, from your IT security solution, this file is blocked because it might be cause damage to your computer, and that's a false message. That's very annoying. Yes, there's always
1: that worry of being overprepared when we talk about security measures being introduced into a company, which I think can be justified uh, because we know there's a lot of threats out there and a lot of issues that companies are facing. But it's finding that balance, isn't it? And I'm curious from, from your standpoint then, what role do you think the current threat landscape is playing in influencing those business attitudes and approaches towards security, especially at the start of a new year that we are?
0: Yeah, company are aware of, of ransomware and other malware, and they are really upset about that their files or the data could be encrypted and held ransom by, by the bad guys. So you have to know that uh, the ransomware is only about 3 to 5% of all malware attacks, and the other 95% is not legacy malware, but other types of malware, which might be sitting on your computer and bringing and doing your computer in a zombie PC where malware sits on it but doesn't do anything at this time that might change in the next week so this malware can do have can have a breakout and so enterprise and other companies are trying to avoid getting infected which is a good idea because you should never get infected but sometimes they are getting overprotective and that causes those para- this, this is caused by this paranoia mode
1: mhm
0: mhm just as a side note do you think this
1: is this paranoia mode has come in recently, or has it always existed
0: in organizations? It has always existed on the on the side, but it really came up two to three years ago as some AV vendors tried to block everything and make products very, very strong, strong in protecting uh, IT security systems or in protecting IT security IT systems. So there was a vendor who was showing that his product can prevent any damage to the IT system by blocking just everything. And as we tested this product, we saw a lot of false positives and you could not work with this IT security product on your computer. But they used this approach in marketing. But in real world, they had to be on site at the customer site for about two to three weeks to train the product. Some other vendors saw this marketing practice and tried the same but they stopped immediately because you can't install an AV, an AV product on a customer side and be on-site for two to three weeks to train the product. It's always a thing that you have to find the right balance between security and efficiency. And that's particularly true when it comes really to cybersecurity because business must carefully protect themselves from threats uh, whilst making sure that the oversales of defenses don't hamper the productivity. That's very important. So it's easy to create the perfect AV product or the perfect IT security product by just blocking everything. And that's a good approach if you want to stay 100% sure, but you can't do anything with your system. Just imagine you, you open Word. That doesn't work. You can't do anything. So usually those products, like a Word or well-known software products, are whitelisted. Uh, but if there's another software, like you, you have a small butcher shop or so with some special special needs, then those software products are not whitelisted and they are blocked.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's a dangerous game that can be played, especially when you involve marketing of these products and how that kind of view. Because if you go to any... Cybersecurity show where they're highlighting latest trends and things It, it is that messaging isn't it where it's we protect against everything we block everything we're in the zero trust model of life now and everything gets shut down but there's danger in that wording in terms of how that actually can be used in a company isn't it
0: yeah especially the zero trust is a marketing buzzword at this time and zero trust makes sense if you think of network components you should not be able to access uh, your servers from the internet without a VPN or so. But zero trust in in case of files or software, that's not a good approach. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So
1: we've been talking obviously about AV AV testing um, and we all know that they're kind of frequently listed as one of many solutions to helping organizations really protect themselves against ransomware and many other cyber threats. So from your side in, in the organization, to what extent are AV tests and solutions effective? Should today's companies be
0: adopting them more than what you're currently seeing? Of course from our side yes they should adopt them more. <laughs> yes. uh, but uh, it helps it helps customers to, to pick a product and it's not only about the protection. Protection is a part which can help you to protect to, to pick a product. But we at AV Comparers, we do an ongoing evaluation. So you can see results of AV products from the past 20 years and see how they perform, how their efficiency is about the years. Are they getting better? Are they are they steady protecting or are, get, are they getting worse? So we do an ongoing evaluation. You see if a product is, is over a timeline good or bad or improves or decreases in protection. So that helps businesses to do a good decision which product to pick. and we do also do interface reviews because not only the protection is important, also the administration of the product is, is very important. It's a different if it's a difference if you are a user with 25 clients or a user with 50,000 clients. So there might be a different view on the, on the interface, on the administration interviews uh, reviews of the tools, which the product offers. There are products where you can do an installation on 50,000 clients in five minutes. And that that's a product which is more feasible for a large company uh, than a product where you have to go to each computer and install it manually. So that's also a thing we look at. And if you listen to the AV vendors, what they tell you about their products, just have a look at the websites where they promise you 100% protection or... A money back guarantee if you get infected, but I can promise you, not even we are sh- pretty sure. Sh- uh, not we are even hundred percent protected against malware, ransomware, or whatever. The only thing what what sure is, if you have not got an infection by today, you will get an infection at some point, because nobody is hundred percent protected. And we show what happens with the product in in real world with our real world testing we simulate the user, and you will get not marketing-driven results, but you will get the real picture in our tests. Excellent.
1: That's how it should be. I mean, you're very honest, but you're very right. And I think anyone who deals in security or people who have dealt with these solutions, even if they're not, understand that that is 100% true, that you cannot 100% protect yourself. Threats change every day. People are going to find a way no matter what system you put in place. But having that plan is what sets you apart from at least having some protection to no protection and updating that and understanding what is best for your organization or your business is the key to having that kind of success so that leads me nicely on to kind of wonder how can business leaders really make sure that they are striking that right balance between safety and efficiency is is choosing the right security
0: software key here Choosing the right security software can be a key, but the real key is the settings of the, of the products. Uh, each product uh, will ask on, inso- on installation how you will have it configured, how you put the settings for protection, speed, and so on. You can block phishing messages with your spam filters. You can block the phishing webpage with the URL blocker. And you can set the, and there we are back to the paranoid mode. You can set different settings. And here it's here it's important to find the right balance. And that's not so much about the security product, because each security product offers you to, to pick different settings. So if you look at the settings, you can do that. If you're an IT security guy, which does not know the product, it's very important to learn about the product and maybe ask your AV vendor who sold you the product to help you and to do an education, a training on that. And so you can put the product in the right configuration to fit your needs. So there you don't have no overblocking and the right balance.
1: Again, very important to understand what your organization needs and how to, to properly set it up so that it is beneficial and it's not hindering is, is so key here. Um, so to kind of wrap up here, we, we've also been talking about the theory behind all of this and, and striking that balance is so important going forward. But I'm just curious from your standpoint, because you've been on the front line of this, you've been doing the testing and learning about all these different organizations. So can you maybe tell us about a time when AV Comparatives own AV test software, overturned an AV vendor threat paranoia mindset, and really helped
0: future-proof their security strategy? Yeah, we... As we do ongoing testing, so our test runs 24-7, 365 days a year, that's that's way more than the AV vendors test their own products with their own quality assurance stuff. So we see immediately if a product fails or overblocks, as we, we test thousands of test cases a month, 24-7. So uh, we had a vendor who started falsely flagging all executable files, which have been installed on the Windows 7 with 64-bit. And that's the the, the good thing that we see this immediately and can report it to the vendor before the customers are hit as we do the updates immediately and we force the updates. So we have usually the the newest versions of the product with the most recent updates. And so we can immediately see that. Uh, The same happened on the other way. We, We are doing spam testing as well. And one day all spam messages came through a spam filter with no filtering anymore. So that might not look bad at the user side because they will get one, two, maybe ten or twenty spam messages a day. But we penetrate with about hundred thousand spam messages a day. And so we saw this immediately and have been able to report this to the to the vendor and they can could fix their product immediately. Excellent. Some fantastic
1: examples there, and just Shows how effective this form of testing is and is, is beneficial to consumers, enterprises across all, all the boards. So, uh, yeah, this has been fantastic to kind of learn about, Peter. Thank you for coming on the show today and just kind of walking us through that paranoia mode and understanding this a little bit further. It's been great chatting with you.
0: Thanks for having me. Happy to, to be there again. And
1: if you have any questions, just let me know. Of course, yes. Thank you, Peter. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. We hope you took a lot away. And uh, as Peter said, if you do have any questions around this topic matter, then make sure you do head on head on over to their website, which is av-comparatives.org. So that's av-comparatives.org. Um, the website there has got a consumer or enterprise option. There's fantastic resources. And I'm sure a member of the team will be more than happy to answer any questions that you might need. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. Until then, you can join the conversation at EM360 Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. Subscribe to these podcasts. And of course, for more great daily content, head on over to em360tech.com.